Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Welcome to episode 78 of Lesbians Who Write. This week we're asking the question, what are KU freebie days and what the hell should you do with them? Don't ask me, I'm going to ask TB. Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the free as a bird, TB Markinson. Hello TB, how are you today? I'm rather chipper, which is surprising because it's 8, 12 in the morning where I am. And as everyone knows, I'm not a morning person. Oh, I do have an announcement, though, because I, I, I had mentioned recently that I was waking up super early and getting up early. That has passed, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer getting out of bed at 5. I was a bit, so, I was a bit a, worried about you there. I, you know, I was going to send thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Oh, my God, being a morning person is rough. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm doing okay. Obviously, as you can tell, I'm a bit chipper. I might be wired from being up so early and having to think and use my brain because I usually don't really start my workday until 10 for a reason. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Buckle up, folks. We don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I did fully expect to come on this call because we are doing it a little bit early because I'm going out of town at the end of the week. And I wasn't sure how I'd uh, get TB at 8 o'clock in the morning, but she's absolutely, she's so buzzing. It's like <laughs> it's like you've just drunk a whole pot of coffee or something. But, um, yeah, so we're going to get buzzy TB today. So tell me right. what's been going on in the uh, four or five days since I last spoke to you. Okay, well, first off, I am prepping the co-write with Miranda McLeod, The Ark, as I think this is coming out a week from today. So the Arcs will be out to my, uh, well, to both our Arc teams. So that's that's always a major step in the whole publication process. Then I get to, you know, have to wait for that first reaction of, is it good? Is mm. it not? Mm. Oh, my God, I, just tell me. And I need to start preparing for blog posts about it. But the problem is, is we wrote the bulk of this book before I flew to London. Do you remember that time? Mm-hmm. Yep. Pre-pan- pre-pandemic. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, with the whole pandemic and everything, there, there's been a lot. And then my health was an issue. And we put this on the back burner so I could focus on One Golden Summer. And so we're finally, you know, we're getting it out there and everything. And I have to sit down. I've printed it out. It's a it's a beast. And I'm gonna. that's one of my projects this week is sit down and read it because I have to refresh my memory about what the fucking book's about. <laughs> So I can write some blog posts and um, react to readers' comments because I don't remember much. <laughs> that was like a whole other lifetime ago. So um, I'm doing, that's one of my projects this week. And also I'm still making progress on the Dagny book. And I really need to come up with a title for that because I'm tired of calling it Dagny. Um, I mean, that's the, type, the character's name, but I'm really tired of calling it Dagny. Okay, because when I was editing uh, episode 77, and I apologize for not asking this question last week to regular listeners, but I was listening to it back and I'm like what the hell is Dagny? She keeps going on about Dagny, and I'm just like, yeah, what, what is it? Well, it's the novel that starts on Christmas Eve. It's that short story I published, like, in 2018 in the Winter Hearts collection, yeah. but I'm turning it into a novel, so it, like, it's turning from, I think it was 14K, and I just ticked over to 50K. Not only did I have to rework the first part, but um, it was only told through Dagny's perspective. And now I'm going back and forth. So it's Dagny and Allison. So I there was it's been a massive edit. It's not like it's pretty much just the idea in my head. Mm. <laughs> Everything else is 
Well, not everything, but there's been a massive edit on it. So her name is Dagny, D-A-G-N-E? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Even though my brain wants to um, spell it D-A-G-N-E-Y, I don't know why. When I see a Y, I want to add an E. Like, I used to date a woman named Kelly, and I always spelled her name wrong, and it really made her mad. <laughs> I, can, I can't imagine why. If people want uh, tips about how to woo a woman, don't ask me. <laughs> and so, oh, and another thing I found out this past week, uh, this weekend... I've already mentioned that my since being ill, I no longer like mint chocolate chip ice cream. I found another one I don't like. Cinnamon. Oh, cinnamon is terrible now, which is sad because it's in a lot of baked goods. But I was eating this baked good this weekend, and it had cinnamon, and I was just like wanting to like rub it off my tongue. Mm-hmm. I don't know why everything is drastically changing, but some of my favorite things are disappearing. Pretty soon, I'm only going to be able to eat oatmeal because it's plain, but I won't add cinnamon to it I always find with cinnamon that it's very... Um, I like cinnamon. I really do as a spice. However, when they say something is cinnamon-flavoured, it never tastes of cinnamon. It just tastes of weirdness. It's like... Wasn't Dr Pepper meant to be cinnamon-flavoured? That weird... It's like a Dr Pepper flavour. It's that weird flavour. Oh, I used to like Dr Pepper. I should try it and see if that's another one that's gone. Also, I have one final thing before I kick it to you. And this morning when I was trying to uh, get up and go... <laughs> So, because we had this early podcast, I was doing my doom scroll on my phone with articles, mm-hmm. and I thought of you. And I'll try to less—I'll try to make this less creepy about thinking about you in bed. But I think if I have to say, I have to make it less creepy. I've already crossed the line. But anywho, I'm still going, people. Still going. I came across this article in the Guardian about Hillary Mantel. Do you know who she is? I do. She is a historical fiction writer who I think she won. Did she win the Booker Prize twice? For her Thomas Cromwell historical trilogy? Yes, the Wolf Hall book. Uh, yeah, I think she did win it at least once. Up, was it Bringing Up the Bones or Bringing Up the Bodies? That mm. was the other one that won? Well, she just recently published the uh, final one in the trilogy. And she was doing an interview. And I found this very fascinating because she's very well known for her historical fiction. Obviously, she is an award-winning author. She has announced that her fans should no longer expect historical fiction and that her fans should stop emailing her about new ideas because it has been too hard for her. She says that the past three years have been very draining. She hasn't had much of a break. And she wants to, and this is what made me, this is where we're swinging back around to the Claire Lighting. But she wants to focus more on short stories. And you just mentioned recently you wanted to try short stories. Hmm. Yeah, and also I mentioned last week that I'm going to do a historical fiction novel. <laughs> well, so, yeah, so that's full, full swing. But um, she also said, because we were talking a while back about short stories and how they're so hard to write, and she was saying, like, I keep starting these short stories, but then they fizzle out because they're so hard to write. Mm. So I don't know if that's really going to help her writing brain to go from historical fiction, which is very taxing. And her books were massive, and they were very well researching and everything so I can imagine this was a daunting task and then of course winning like two Brooker Prizes and then trying to I think two I might have to fact check that but and then trying to bring out the final one that's got to be a lot of fucking stress yes but if Hilary Mantel finds short stories uh, difficult to write then um, you know it's across the board they are difficult to write so kudos to all the short story writers out there but aren't her books like 800 pages so that would be a hard they are pretty door stoppy yeah (laughs) So that's what's going on over here. I hate cinnamon. I need a new name for Dagny. I'm getting a new book ready to publish. What's going on over there? Right. Well, um, I have been I've I've been away uh, since we last spoke. So I know I know in these COVID times I got a train. 
Wait a minute. So we had to record early because you were going away, and you just got back from going away. Mm-hmm. What do you think this is? Twenty nineteen. <laughs> I know. I'm crazy, aren't I? Absolutely crazy. Um, yes, because we live in the south and uh, not um, other parts of the UK, which are on more stringent lockdown measures. And I think it's only a matter of time <laughs> before everywhere gets put on greater lockdown because it's happening all over Europe with all the people going on holiday and and stuff. So, but. It was my dad's 87th birthday at the weekend, so um, we went to uh, Southend to see him and we had a little get-together with my family So in my brother's back garden, so that was really nice. Uh, it was really nice to see everybody because I haven't seen them, I haven't seen a lot of them for a while, so it was nice. There was about sort of um, 15 of us gathered, so that was really good. Um, and the weather wasn't too bad, we had a gazebo, we had singing, it was all nice. But you know the one thing actually, when you were saying about um, uh, Hilary Mantel, was my dad is a very keen reader and it's, it's where I picked up my love of reading from him. And uh, he had on his book stack that, he, that lives beside the sofa that he sits on in the lounge, he had Ali Smith's Autumn. And I don't know if you've seen recently, but she did a, a what is it, four book series and they were... Uh, can you guess what the other three books were called? Were called? One of them is Autumn. Uh, let me guess. Let me guess. <laughs> Summer, winter, spring. Well done. Well done. And she's, um, I don't know if she's brought out one a year. I think maybe, but she's just brought out Summer and that completes the four books. And so um, everybody all over um, my socials and sort of the papers that I read have been going on about how good Summer is. And I do like Ali Smith. I like her writing. I do find some of it a little bit challenging because she's a bit literary fiction and um, uses big words where you don't need to. However, I do like uh, what she does. Uh, but I was really surprised that my dad had an Ali Smith, but he does read quite widely. And sometimes I go in there and he's reading stuff that I'm quite surprised about for quite a conservative 87-year-old. Yes, but he is a light and you guys really aren't consistent. Oh, is that right? <laughs> 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 I think we've established it on this podcast. Like we know what we're supposed, like both of us aren't very because we know what we're supposed to do, but we just get resistant. <laughs> we're like, "Fuck you! I'm not doing it that way." I was going to actually steal it because I said, "Have you read this?" Uh, and then I looked at the date, and it was and that came out in 2016. So I reckon she's done one a year since then, uh, which would make sense, right? Because she would have done autumn, winter, spring, summer. So yeah, yeah. And this week um, we're we're going away. Um, my wife and I we're going to go and stay in a hotel in Marlow, which is in um, it's about an hour away on the train. So just not very far. But we're just going to go and do some river walk. So that'll be nice. So we're going on Friday, Friday to Sunday which is why we're doing the podcast a little bit early. Any special reason for this weekend? I don't think it's anybody's birthday. No, no reason, just because we haven't been away since lockdown. <laughs> like, you know, to, to stay in a hotel. And we were, you know, our plans were uh, scuppered at the beginning of the month, so we just decided before the UK goes on a massive lockdown again, let's go away for two days. So work-wise this week, I have... Oh, I should just say as well, my sister made a delicious, just speaking of, uh, you know, your cinnamon version, my sister made a delicious rhubarb pie at the weekend. We had rhubarb pie and custard as well as birthday cake, which is delicious. And she put a bit of ground ginger in it. It's a winner. I think I might use it. And she picked the rhubarb from her garden because she's a very keen gardener. So I'm always amazed by people who can, like, grow their own stuff and then make something of it. Like, I might be able to... No, I can't do either stage. So I'm always amazed. Anyway, work-wise... I have finished uh, reading through draft two of my London Romance book seven. Now this week I've got to apply uh, the over 600 notes I've got. <laughs> Should be easy, right? 
easy. I've been a bit distracted today because I'm because I've got this podcast. And um, do you get distracted on the day we do this podcast? I do. I think I schedule podcast days very lightly because um, I'm not normally a happy chipper person, so this drains me, <laughs> and I don't like to speak to people for the rest of the day. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I've 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 read through the novel, so. I did do it. I didn't do it as quickly as I wanted to because that's the thing. When you're reading through, you really should do it over at least one day or two max. And I probably did it over about four or five. So I'm going to have to give it a, another good read once I put the notes in. But that's okay. So this week I've got is this week to uh, put in all the notes, do all that, and then I'm hopefully going to get all that done before we go um, away at the weekend. And then when I come back next week, it's full steam ahead on. All I want for Christmas is you. Although I'm not calling the book that because I've already got one called All I Want for Christmas. That would be a mistake to call it All I Want for Christmas too, wouldn't it? Confuse people. Especially with a whole different cast and everything. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) That would be a problem. That would definitely be a problem. This week I've I've also got to try and get another podcast out as well as this one. So it it may not happen. It may slip till next week. But the other thing I did this week, which will up my lesbian points... I did a bit of DIY. Mmm, you impressed? I'm always amazed by people who could do that too. Someone asked me once, years ago, and that's when I didn't actually know what DIY stood for, but he asked me if I DIY'd, and I was like, no. <laughs> and then I, I, I figured out what it meant, and I was like, yeah, hard no. 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 Do you trust, would you trust me with tools? No. See? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we needed to put a weather bar on our front door, so I bought it. What? Uh, it's a thing to deflect the rain coming in your front door. So I, I had to buy it, I had to prime it, paint it, and then seal it and repaint it. So it, it's done. And it looks like, you know, just somebody who knew what they were doing did it. So I think I've bumped it's, up my lesbian points, right? Yeah, is the door the same colour? It, it, yes, it is the same colour. So I had to paint the bar that colour to go and buy the same paint. That's good because that's the only way I can find your flat. Right. <laughs> Still, still down pipe. Farrow and Ball, of course. Only the best paint for our door. Right, let's get on to comments. What you got? All right, since we're recording early, I only have one comment. But we have a comment from Kimberly Todd. And I would like to say congratulations to Kimberly. Kimberly just pubbed her first lesbian novel. And Kimberly loves the podcast. So thanks very much for listening. And good luck with your first novel. Well done, Kimberly. And I like the use of pubbed. You've never said that before. Kimberly's pubbed her first novel. Hey. Well, that's how I wrote it <laughs> on my script because I was too, too, I was probably too lazy to write type out publish. I'm going to use that from now on. You're you're just about to pub your next one with Miranda. <laughs> you make it sound dirty. <laughs> Just your mind, TB. Um, I've got. A, I had an email from Yvonne. She says she enjoys listening to the podcast and the banter between us two. Thanks for putting a smile and a, on her face and a spark into her life. You put a spark into her wow. life, TB. Wow, she must like this one because I'm really chipper. <laughs> I think I'm on something, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> So I think we should uh, get on to the main topic before TB runs out of chip, because uh, there are only so many chips in the world, as we know. That's not true, but let's pretend it is. Um, so what are KU freebie days and how should you use them? Now, I'll just preface by saying, here's what I know about them. I've got three books in Kindle Unlimited right now. I know you have to. your book has to be in Kindle Unlimited. I've never used them because I don't understand them. Yeah, so I, I don't know nothing about them. So what are the benefits? What are the pitfalls? TB, let us know. Wait. I'm kind of surprised. So you have three books in KU, and you've never tried a freebie promotion, but you're always trying everything. Yeah, I'm baffled too. I don't understand them, 
and I don't know. I think it's just like there's only so many, so much space in my brain for taking on new stuff, and I've just sort of backed away, and I just forget about it. But maybe this chat right. will change my mind. All right. Well, so first I was going to discuss some of the KU freebies I have tried in my time. So oh, first of all, Kindle Unlimited is when you upload your book to Amazon, you have to tick a box if you want to be in uh, KU, and that makes your book completely exclusive. Your ebook, your ebook, I should say, your ebook completely exclusive to Amazon. And there's certain reasons you would do this. And part of it is so you do get you get um, KU freebie days. You get five per your 90 day period. Each KU period is three months. And um, also you get Kindle Unlimited page reads, but that's a different thing. We're talking about the actual freebies where it drops your book, your ebook price down to zero. Well, first of all, let me discuss some of my experiences with dropping books to zero because. As you mentioned last week, you had a book bub recently, and your book bub effectiveness dropped 30%? Yeah. Okay. So I was curious because um, I hadn't really gone through my stats for free days with book bubs and everything. So I was curious to see if it's changed much with the freeze part. So I did a little um, sleuthing out. Folks, I'm going to have to discuss numbers. We all know I'm going to melt down, and I'll probably cry. But I'll try to get through it like a little, like a little trooper. So um, back in March 2015, I did a freebie for Confessions from a Coffee Shop. I had a book bub, but this is the one I, I mentioned. I think it was last week or the week before that um, we were talking about Amazon um, will pick stuff up and mark it as like the uh, book of the day or something. Mm-hmm. So this is the book that had a that had a book bub. And it also got picked up by Amazon that day. So I gave away 9,000 copies. The only bad part of that promotion was, um, so it was like, it was by far my best freebie giveaway besides Claudia Must Die, but that is a total outlier in my catalog. So we're just gonna dump that one out. So that was my best freebie day, but it was like my third book published. So I didn't have a huge backlist. That's the problem. Okay, and when was that? When was when did you do that? What date? March March two thousand fifteen. We're going back to the dinosaur ages of KU. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a what five years ago? <laughs> well done. Yeah, five years ago. <laughs> so yeah, so that was um, but it was it was a good day. It was a fun day, and um, but it was also before KU, so I didn't pick up KU reads in addition to free. Um, downloads. At that point, my goal was obviously to get the books in the hands and try and introduce myself to readers who hadn't um, tried me before, but also to get newsletter subscribers. And I had a significant bump at this time with newsletter subscribers. So um, that was that was a fun one. So then the next one I want to talk about, I did one the very next month in April 2015 with A Woman Ignored. So that's, that was book two of the Woman Last series. Again, I got a book bub. That one had 7,000 downloads. So it was down 2,000 downloads. So that Amazon freebie, I mean, Amazon picking it up definitely ticked up. But it is still a successful, I mean, 7,000 downloads, especially since there was a book one. And so that month was a good month for me because what happens when you do the free, obviously you have to pay for a book bub. I can't remember how much they were. They're relatively cheap then. I think they were under $100 then. So when you're giving your book away, you're not expecting to make your money back from that book because you're selling it for free (laughs) but if it's in a series usually the other books in the series 
pay for the actual promotion. And when people picked up A Woman Ignored, which was the second book, a significant amount of them purchased A Woman Lost, and so it paid for it. And then also there's the exposure, and people sign up to your newsletter. So then let's fast forward to 2016. We're just just flying through time, people. Time traveling. I did a handful of them in 2016. I was still a relatively new author. Back in July of 2016, I did a freebie for The Chosen One. Now, The Chosen One is one of my most popular books. It's one of the most successful books I've had. Aside from a couple that came out last year, but but at the time, this was like my breakout book. Now, this is also the difference with book bugs, because the first one I got 9K, the second one I got 7K. This one I only got 5K, which is surprising, because A, it was a new release, and it was a really fucking popular book. But KU had uh, was instituted, so not only did I get a significant bump to my newsletter subscribers and a significant bump to my other books on my backlist, I got a significant bump to Kindle Unlimited and then increased it by 200k. What What was 200k? KU page reads. Okay, page reads, you're right. That's another thing that helps now with the freebie days with Kindle Unlimited on Amazon is like not only do you get the downloads, but people also are noticing it in the charts and, and they'll add it to um, their KU library they can they can have 10 in their library at a time and it does help take up the um, kindle unlimited page reads and then i did a, another one in december of 2016 and that was the miracle girl yet another popular book of mine the the cover of the miracle girl aaron did a fabulous job it's one of my favorite covers it's just gorgeous and that one got only 4,000 downloads from bookbub so obviously it's it's trending downward quite drastically from 9k and now we're at 4k okay but um i was just gonna say so every time you've done a ku freebie day so you're dropping your price to zero but then you use bookbub in conjunction with that so you get your bookbub and then you time your ku price drop to coincide with bookbub have you ever done a bookbub without uh, sorry a ku freebie without doing a bookbub as well we're getting there. Okay, okay. <laughs> Don't make me jump around in time. Okay, so that was The Miracle Girl. And the thing that about that, um, it was a bit older book. I, f- I think it was out for a year or so. The previous month, I only had 7K in um, page reads. And then the month that I had the freebie, I had 81K. So that's a significant jump from 7K to 81K. Mm-hmm. And then the following month, it was like 20K. So that's where... It does help. It raises the visibility of the book. It puts it on the people's radar. And then you do get, with Kindle um, page reads, it does help. That's why one of the reasons you want to do the freebie. In 2017, I did the chosen one yet again. And I was surprised by this when I looked at the numbers. Because the first chosen one I did in 2016, and I had 5K downloads. The one in 2017 had another 5K downloads. Isn't that interesting? You kind of think... Everyone, a lot of people talk about how the lesbic market's so small, and how like you're only gonna like sell like six thousand books and in, in a certain <laughs> to lesbic readers. I don't know where that six thousand number comes from, but I see it on the blogs a lot and on social media. And I don't know who is arbitrarily said. I've never heard the six thousand before. No, I've heard. I don't know where... I, I I've heard a ten thousand ceiling. 
Well, I think you and I have both blown the 10,000 ceiling out of the water. Yeah, so there's 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 readers out there. So I had yet another 5K. Now, again, the previous month with this, the um, page reads were 23K. And then the month of the freebie, it bumped up to 74K in page reads. And then the following month was even, well, not better, but it was 62K. So with the Miracle Girl, it bumped up to 81K, but then dropped to 20K the next month. But this one stayed. And mm. I think part of it, again, it was one of my most successful books. I, I, I think it kind of resonated with readers. And it was also in 2017. It is a political book. American political book, which we've been drowning in American politics these days. <laughs> now, to give an example for a different type, because most of these, except for a woman ignore, but that was very early on in the season, they were standalones at the time. So I did one in 2018. This was my last book bub freebie in 2018 of March, and it was for Girl Love Happens Season 2. That series had a prequel and then a season one. And I did it on season two, and I got nearly 5,000 uh, downloads, which is still pretty good. It, the KU page reads were really good that month. It was 84K. But the thing is, like, by the end of halfway through the day, like, two or three hours into when the book bub went out, it already paid for it because people were purchasing season one. So it only took me, like, two or three hours to make up whatever amount of money I put into it. And then that season one also got 74k in page reads as well so it was a, it's a really good way the reason i use the freebie days and the reason i walked you through this example is a really good way to increase obviously your page reads and visibility if it's in a series it helps the backlist so you get newsletter you get backlist but you also get another thing that a lot of people may not really think of you get verified reviews because even though it's free it still counts as a sale and the verified reviews help with amazon's algorithms they they love the verified reviews i don't know if you notice when you go to a product page they put the verified reviews at the top mm-hmm. it really helps your book's visibility so and it really helps you build your newsletter list this is the reason i do it so I think I, I have done book bubs, but I just haven't, but because most of my books aren't in KU um, and I haven't looked into, but I suppose uh, when I do a book bub, I do it for 99p, 99 cents. So I don't give it away for free, generally. I've done one free. So yeah, something to consider, maybe. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, if you have like, if I would say, if you have a series where there's like several books, I would recommend it because you, the, the sell-through does help. Like you, you mentioned last um, time with your book bub, your sell-through for, was it the second box set was a decent chunk? Yeah. So imagine if you, I don't know how many copies you sold. Let's say you sold 700 copies. But imagine if you gave away 9,000 copies. The only bad thing about that one was this, um, I was inexperienced and I only had three books in my backlist and they weren't in the series, so that kind of sucked because I think I would have seen a much better bump if it was like mm-hmm. book three of the Woman Lost series where I got 9,000, then that would have helped a lot more. I've been more um, picky about the freebie days. I don't do them as much. In the beginning, I was doing them a lot because I was a new author and I was trying to grow my list. I do Most of the stuff I do, <laughs> it's, it's going to sound silly, is not actually to sell books. A lot of the stuff I um, invest my time in is to grow my list. That is where 
that's the long game. Um, I like to play the long game. And now, don't get me wrong, it's really fun when I have a book bub and I'm watching the my KU dashboard and I'm getting like 9,000 free downloads and everything. So that's exciting. But my goal is the long game. Is that does that make sense? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And it's always it's always a good thing, you know. So it, it's one of the reasons I do the book bubs. I know I'm not going to make that much money initially, but getting newsletter subscribers and you will introduce new people to your writing, and then they will some of them will go on and buy other books in your backlist, and that's what you want. So with, with using BookBub, the service and everything, it obviously increases your downloads. But the thing is, when people get newsletters, like if they're like me, they they maybe tick like almost all the fiction boxes. Because when I get my BookBub, there's like 20 books in it because I get like you know thrillers and mysteries and biographies so even though the list when they send it out there I think there's like 200,000 in the um, LGBTQ category but if people have ticked other ones um, it's not just lesbian fiction fans who will download it I've gotten many delightful readers who have joined my art team that was another that was another plus, especially in my early days. They joined my art team who, the, the free book they got was maybe their first lesbian book, but they really liked it. And then they started, they became some of my super fans and they've been with me forever. We've talked about my examples and how it has decreased, but the, 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 it, there's still a significant chunk of why you would want to do it, especially for new authors. We've talked about the reasons why. So you get, you get obviously a lot of downloads, you increase your mailing list, you increase your reviews, hopefully, and you increase your KU page reads. So those are four good reasons to do it. Now, I would caution you, when you sign up for a book bub, A, put it in the right category, and B, make sure your book, when you take off the categories in um, on your dashboard, make sure it's the right categories. Don't try and play with it and just say, oh, I want to break into the romance genre, just the whole romance genre instead of lesbian romance, because then your ranking isn't going to get very high. And one of the reasons you want to do the free days is because, especially if you have a book bub, you're driving your book up the charts. And granted, I know it's on the free charts, but when it switches over, you're going to be ranked higher than it was. And so if you're not ranked appropriately in lesbian fiction or say it's a cozy mystery um, or whatever, you miss the tail end of the sale. There's a reason they do it. You get more sales after the freebie because you've ranked yourself higher. So if you don't have it in the right category, um, you're, you're going to miss out on that. And if you don't put it in the right category, the um, people who download it are going to feel betrayed. And they might write you those nasty one-star reviews saying, this isn't a thriller, this is a cozy mystery. And cozy mystery and thrillers are quite different. So make sure you categorize it correctly to protect yourself. Because remember, you're releasing it to BookBub, which isn't your diehard fans. They're not going to be as forgiving. I have a couple other things to mention. Um, first of all, back in the 2015 or even before, giving away free books was much easier. It's not so easy now. It's not easy as um, it used to be. Because, A, there's a lot more on the Kindle store. People are being inundated. So when you're doing a freebie, um, you have to do some planning. Now, Claire asked me earlier if I've done one without BookBub. And I recently did one for the Miracle Girl um, a couple weeks ago because for the IHL newsletter, I was on my staycation. 
and I decided not to do it. And I, I hate putting out a newsletter without any, like any, any bells and whistles. So like the day before I just said, Oh, I'll just put the miracle girl up for free. And I just emailed out IHL and I emailed out my um, TBM subscribers. So this is one that had like 4k with BookBub, And then when I did it just with absolutely zero planning in my own list, um, I only got like 500 downloads, but I was still kind of impressed that like, with zero planning, I still got 500 downloads. And then I saw an uptick in the, the sell of the sequel, the uh, Fall Girl. So you can do it on your own. There are websites you can go to that will help you find like free sites. There are a ton of free sites. I just focused on BookBub. It's not something that you can just do. Well, you, I obviously just did it on a whim, but if you want it to be really successful, you're going to have to plan. But also there is that luck involved with my example with Confessions from a Coffee Shop that Amazon noticed it was free and it was getting downloads. And so they put it at the top of the page, which really helped me. Yeah, so you could do it. Yeah, you so you could do, as you did, a Kindle um, freebie day and just use your list. But again, this goes to show that all opportunities you can to build your list, then you've got more people to put out things like this too and then you don't have to pay other people to spread the word although it's probably a good investment to do that anyway with VibeBookBub or by any of the other um, sort of uh, mailing list based sites however build your list and then you can you can do it yourself yes building your list is really important so I know I know a lot of people are hesitant to give it away for free because they're like I've worked hard on this book why would I give something away for free but a readers like it I saw like a stat this article I, I downloaded was published in uh, July 2020, so it's very recent. And they said that uh, um, there were 59 million Google searches for find free Kindle books. So there are obviously a lot of hungry readers out there who want free books, but they want free books in their genre. So please, again, make sure you categorize it correctly. And this, I just want to end out this talk, so hopefully I've explained why you do it and how it's beneficial. You can still have free books on Amazon. If you're in Kindle Unlimited, they make it so easy. I just go into my dashboard, I click on promotions, I schedule the free day, I schedule the dates, and it's boom, done. If you wanna do a freebie on Amazon, you have to change it on a different platform first. Like people will go into Smashwords and put it to zero, and then you have to email Amazon because Amazon price matches. But if you have a tight, like, date like you're having a book bub you have to do it well in advance because amazon obviously wants people in ku so they make it harder for you to have free books there's a reason why they do it it may not go through in time and book bub will not refund you the money some of these for different categories like a thriller category are quite pricey so and if it doesn't go through in time that money sits out the window so you can do it but it's just harder yeah, um, and I will just say um, as a final thing that I did it um, last year. My one and only time I have given done a book bub for free, and that's what I had to do because I did it with London Calling. So I just did it to promote my London Romance series. So I had to set the book for free on Kobo, Apple, Google, Barnes & Noble. Kindle price matched, and then it was free. And I got 8,000 downloads of London Calling. I remember because it was the first time I have done it and I was impressed with the amount of downloads I got and obviously that saw a sell through through the whole series it wasn't in Kindle Unlimited so I couldn't use the free days and I didn't get page reads but you do it again for promoting um you know just getting a bit more notice of your books and newsletter subscribers very good TB I think you kept your chips up you did very well there 
Well, you know, I had to talk some numbers, so I had to stay focused. It was hard. I know. But I survived. I, think I you might did. have to go take a nap now. <laughs> I think you should. It's all before nine o'clock in the morning for you. Uh, but well done, and thank you very much. And I feel like I, I think I lo- like I've learned something there today, and that maybe I might actually use Kindle the free days for one of my books that's in it. As I said before, at the moment, before you say I do, is on a ninety-nine p deal with Kindle, so probably not that one, but maybe one of the others. Yeah, in, at some point we should discuss the difference between the free days and the Kindle countdown deals. Yes, let's uh, let's do that another day. All right, then. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this has been beneficial for you. And thank you to TB for doing the whole shebang. Uh, Next week, I'm going to be doing more of the work, so she'll be relieved. Tell us if you've tried uh, a Kindle freebie day. How was it for you? Leave us a comment on the website. If you do, I will try and reply. Tweet us, email us, Facebook us, Instagram me. Join us next week when we'll be asking the question, book clubs, have you ever been in one? Should you include anything for your book to be in one? We're going to discuss it. Okie dokie. Yeah, this one's you. You're the the zooming in the book club (laughs) writer. I've been in book clubs. I've been to book clubs. Yeah, I'm book club me. Uh, In the meantime, have a great week. Stay safe. Keep writing. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Lesbians Who Write. Listen in every week for more conversations on writing and lesbian fiction. And you can make sure you never miss an episode by signing up to our newsletter at lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more people to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time. Bye.